Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yes, good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for the journey that you are taking us on. Just like Abraham, you keep providing directions from time to time. You keep filling us with your realities, with the truth, with the mysteries of your kingdom. You keep teaching us your ways that are much higher than our ways. Every day you are doing a new thing. We thank you, Father. We thank you that we are alive, that we are well, that we are healthy. We thank you, Father, that you bless us with all kinds of gifts that will help us along this journey. And more importantly, we thank you for the opportunity to commune with you in the secret place, to be one with you in the spirit. Have koinonia. So that when we connect with you, you pour out your peace and your joy into our hearts. You fill out your wisdom, you open up our understanding. You reveal your mysteries and you illuminate the path ahead. You provide light and direction. And we thank you, Lord. And we share the same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and with those that have no one to pray for them. And as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our Maker, our Creator. The name of our Father. The one who dwells in high and lofty places. The God of peace, who shall bruise Satan under our feet. The one who always honors his word and always fulfills every promise that he has made. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the word himself, the truth, who came down from heaven to feed us in the form of our daily bread. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. He is the rock, the foundation on which we build our church and our Christian experience. And he is the Prince of Peace through whom we have that peace in our hearts. We thank you, Lord, that it is through you we have redemption and salvation. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of freedom, spirit of light and revelation. The one who lifts us out of the pit, the one who quickens us in our spirit so that we are drawn towards the Father, towards Jesus. And it is he who empowers our ministry, it is he who gives life to our mortal body. It is he who lifts us out of the pit. It is he who heals our backsliding. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you've blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You've blessed us with the gift of angels and destiny helpers. You continue to give us more and more through the mysteries that you make available to us, through the covenants, through the promises in your word, through all the prophecies that you make available to us. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of prayer as well, where we can combine your word with our faith and your spirit moves, hovers over that spoken word to produce the substance in us. 
We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every physical provision that we need and every spiritual gift so that we shall step into abundance and walk in dominion on the earth. We thank you, Lord. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Today we continue on, our sec on the second part of our topic on the substance of faith. And yesterday we ended at, or we stopped at, faith based on a revelation by the Spirit exempts you from challenges that others face. If you are willing to hold on to it, fulfill the condition and obey the instruction. And then that which you are hoping for is substantiated into manifesting from the spiritual evidence in the revelation that you received to the physical evidence perceived by your physical senses. In simple terms, it means it starts transforming into the thing that you perceived it to be. Now let me show you some examples of this kind of faith that is a revelation-based faith in the Bible. And the first one is, God gave Abraham and Sarah a promise of a son and an inheritance for generations. A similar word was given through Elijah to the childless woman who provided him the upper room in her house to stay every time he was traveling and passed through her city. And so when he asked his servant, what is it that we can do for this woman? The servant said, Sir, she does not have a child. She has no heir. And so he too said the same thing like the angel said to Abraham. By this time next year, you will have a son in your arms. In the case of Abraham and Sarah, with their age, being past childbearing age, old and dead womb, a womb that never bore any children ever. 
it would seem like and she did laugh as well when the angel said it thinking this has got to be a joke it's not possible but abraham believed all right enough they had a son and the woman that elijah promised as well that he prophesied over she had a son too now some of you may have experiences like this where a man of god probably a preacher or someone that you prayed with gave you a word of knowledge about your job and in or something else let's use the example of a job though in most cases it will look impossible in the prevalent circumstances that what they have said is too too good to be real it's not possible your physical circumstances will actually speak to you and tell you this cannot happen something like a person who was jobless for a few months and they have no money in the bank and then they are being told they will run a super successful business and bless many families so when that word comes you just know in your spirit and you have the measure of faith whereby you have the audacity to believe that you will do this whether your current so whether you currently have that capacity to do it or not whether it looks possible or not even if you keep seeing rejection at job interviews and you still hold on to the promise people don't even want to hire you on a job and yet you're believing that you will run a successful business that will help families the substance of faith being formed in and by the spirit so much so that you are willing to risk going on a journey like abraham even when you don't know exactly what that destination will look like and that journey could be like you taking the risk of starting a business not even having enough money to start it in the first place and yet there is that strong voice of god confirmed by his word because he will always confirm what he what instruction he gives you so that way we should always test spirits to ensure that it's not the devil lying to us and god will always confirm it but you through that substance that has been impressed on your heart you are willing to take that revelation you are willing to take that journey that risk you don't know exactly what the destination will look like or how you will get there how your business will be set up and be successful and yet you go ahead and when you receive such a revelation then he also charges your spirit to bear witness to the substance he is forming in you and if he has given you that revelation then it is his job actually to get you there so he will be the gps he will provide direction he will empower you with resources with helping hands with the wisdom that is required for it we need to have the will and the faith to hold on to where he's taking us that's the substance he is forming in you and that's hebrews 11 verse 1 in action when that happens your hope is no longer just the hope 
you start saying, oh God, may my prayer be answered. And it starts to change from that hope of a prayer being answered into a declaration. A declaration of faith and you focus and a focus of your mind. All of a sudden you find yourself holding on to the vision given to you as if you confidently know that this is possible. That is when the Spirit has impressed it on your heart. That is when He is forming the substance in there. That is when He is building your confidence in it. And yet if this information were to be suggested earlier to you in the flesh, the very same information not coming to you by the Spirit, but suggested to you in the flesh, you yourself would have probably rubbished it and said, this is not possible. So you are given the boldness and the courage during the formation of that substance of faith, you are also given the boldness and the courage to believe the impossible. That even when doctors look at a medical report and say there is no hope, there's only a few hours left and yet you are speaking things like this person will live for years. Where does that boldness come from? It comes only from the spirit. And only when that revelation is impressed in your heart. Otherwise you can't speak it. But if you find yourself relating to such kind of faith. Where even you don't know how. And why you believe this impossible information. You just want to believe on it. And you just know in your spirit. Then you can be sure. It is by the spirit or the quickening. The Ruach of God. So we looked at a practical application today of. How that substance of faith is formed. We looked at an example from the Bible as well. When they held on. To what they believed in. Impossible circumstances being prophesied. But always. The important thing is always test. The word that you get. Test the spirit that is spoken. Whether it is from God. Or whether it is from the devil. God will use multiple ways and means to confirm it. He will always confirm his word. In fact, we'll take a separate session maybe sometime next week on <clears throat> how to test the spirits, the kind of questions to ask. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for an opening of our eyes and our hearts to receive from you, but more importantly, to have an understanding of this formation of the substance of faith so that we are sensitive to the word that you impress upon us in the spirit. So that when we receive that revelation and we know that it is concerning a given situation, even though it looks impossible with the physical eyes, we are prepared to speak it. We are ready to visualize it. And we are prepared to believe and hold on to what we have believed in, even for the impossible. We start looking then for conditions to be fulfilled. We start looking to living those circumstances as if it has already happened. And we start changing our prayer to that of thanksgiving. 
or what you have shown us. All mechanisms that will aid in bringing to fruition or manifestation that substance that you have placed within our spirits. I ask for that edification, Lord, as well in our spirit. So that we are able to see that process through and not let it get aborted halfway. And when we hold on to it in that boldness, with that conviction, then no matter the lies that the enemy puts before us, in the form of doubt, in the form of fear, in the form of other suggestions that can come through the voices of other people as well, saying this is not going to happen, you are wasting your time. We hold on to what we have believed in, knowing that it has come from you and you do not lie. What you have promised, you will always bring it to pass. It may take time, but it will definitely come to pass. I ask for that edification, Lord, in our spirit this day. And as we pray for that spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. All those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are facing division and separation of any kind. For all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance, poverty, but also all kinds of addictions, afflictions, compulsive behaviors. Anything that keeps a yoke over your people to keep them in subjection. Let that yoke be broken by the blood of Jesus this day. So that everyone that desires to be free from that yoke and they declare that desire with this prayer, Lord, let that yoke be broken in the name and by the blood of Jesus. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank Jesus. You. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father.
Shandakanamia, Sarakadapia, Shandakanamia, Sarakadapia, Shandakanamia, Sarakadapia, Shandakanamia, Sarakadapia, Shandakanamia, Sarakadapia, Shandakanamia, Sarakadapia, Shandak
Shanda Kalapa Kalapa Papa Shanda Kalapa Kalapa Papa Shanda Kalapa 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 Shut up, and Shanda an all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The words that the Lord put on my heart this morning. I am the Lord your God. Be still and know I am. Wait on your Lord and God. And you shall mount up with eagle's wings. You shall run and not grow weary. You shall walk and not grow faint. The scripture I've been given is from Isaiah 30, verse 18. Therefore the Lord waits to be gracious to you. Therefore he exalts himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections.
our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions as well as the Friday Bible teachings. Please share links for Zoom and YouTube with friends and family so they can join live or you can point them to the recordings on YouTube and Spotify. And you can also share the Telegram group link with them so that they can join the prayer group and post their prayer requests here. So a reminder about our Bible study session for Friday. This is the second part in our ongoing series on understanding the Lord's Prayer where we will look at the deeper meaning of the words that Jesus chose when he taught us to pray the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6 and how to make that prayer more effective. This is a powerful eye-opener. It will change the way we pray the Lord's Prayer. So please share it with friends and family. Invite them to come and learn that part of what the Lord is teaching us so that their lives can be blessed and their prayer lives can also be improved. I've shared these links in Telegram, in our Telegram group, and it's also available on our Facebook page as well as our YouTube page. So please share those and invite others. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. That be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for His glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. God bless everyone.